0: Hello and welcome to Style & Substance, a branding and business podcast for inspired and empowered entrepreneurs. I'm Elizabeth Cairns and together with my fabulous co-host
1: Fiona Humberstone, we're here to help you sidestep the hustle, keep joy at the forefront of your work and champion a more meaningful and sustainable approach to business. We'll talk about everything from purpose to productivity, from colour psychology to creativity, Where to start and how to keep going. How to stay inspired, empowered and more importantly, sane in the process. We hope you enjoy the show and if you do, please like, share, subscribe and keep listening.
0: Hello, welcome back to Style and Substance. We are here on, well, my second day back at work. I think it's your second day-ish as well, isn't it, Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, kind of officially first day with both kids now being back at school. Same,
0: same. And what we thought was we would just dive straight in before we get into the thick of everything we're gonna looking forward to doing this term with just a bit of a, almost like, temperature check I guess on where we're at and and how we manage that process. I've had six full weeks off aside from an amazing photo shoot in the middle and you've had quite a lot of weeks off as well haven't you? Yeah. This is a time where for me this feels the most new year of all the points in the year you know we think about January as being this big new year, new you, new start. But actually, we've all got more energy, particularly for business, I think, in September. So it just made sense to do, yeah, a bit of a a spill, I think, on where we're at.
1: Yeah, and great for us to catch up because we haven't had a proper long chinwag for a while, have we? So yeah, absolutely. I'm right with you. September is definitely year start for me. Yeah. Really fired up with that autumn energy. Back to school definitely works better for me than
0: back after the
1: Christmas break. So
0: yeah, yeah be good to get stuck in. Yeah. So you sound very fired up and ready to go, right?
1: Yeah, I am. I am. And it was almost, I don't know whether it was the, for the hippies amongst you, the, the super moon, the amazing super moon that we had very recently, but it was like a switch flicked for me. Okay. Come the first of September, like an energetic yeah. switch. Yeah. And even though I wasn't officially back at work in inverted commas something in my energy was just ready just ready to go and I think a lot of that and we'll we'll get into the nuts and bolts of this but I think a lot of that was thinking ahead to the event we've got coming up at the end of September and you know what it means to be ready to go so my subconscious was working on that over a lot of the summer yeah yeah, I feel I feel really good helps that the sun's out yes Obviously, that is slightly marred for me, and that it's very unseasonal. The temperatures mm-hmm. that we're having, and yeah. that's a whole other other uncomfortable yeah. reminder. But it does help when it's warm. Does help when I can do this in my gym gear, knowing that when we get off this call, cool, I'll be I'll be off for my run and um, and doing that. So yeah, I am. I'm fired yeah. up. But you're it's... in a slightly different space, aren't you?
0: Yeah, and I think there's lots of reasons for that. We didn't go away this summer, so we and the weather has not been as seasonal as it is today so that sense of kind of deep relaxation that that inspiration that I always get from going mm-hmm. to another place yeah hasn't kicked in to quite the same level and you know it's been we're still Pete and I were talking about this yesterday our build was traumatic there's no
1: mm-hmm.
0: other way of putting it and I think we're still feeling the fallout of that yeah now. so I quite often find that change from being at home for an extended period of time to going back to school quite hard to manage. And I I am not yet in that place of feeling fired up. And I know it will come. I think the last time I felt like this, would it be when Jasper was going to secondary school? I, I don't know. But I know it's happened before and i know i know it'll all kick in yeah um so we've got lots of change this year in that ellie's going to drama school yes I know. so
1: exciting when i got your text to say she was in i literally did a happy dance oh yeah. my god it was so it was wonderful very
0: emotional um, yeah so i think something like four thousand kids apply for wow. 18 places and of that oh. about i think about a thousand boys and 3,000 girls. Wow. And there's like 18 places for girls. So yes. it's been a big journey. And, you know, so much of what I do in my work is about giving them those opportunities and and helping them feel comfortable, I suppose, and safe that they can realize their dreams and go after what they want to do rather than feeling like they have to go off and do yeah. this or do that. So it's very emotional, I think. Yeah, it's and amazing. Yeah, there's a bit of breath catching to do. So I'm just being quite kind to myself, actually. I'm kind of uncharacteristically, I, I say not being massively focused on productivity because I went and had my hair cut yesterday morning and I did some yoga and I helped the boys clean out the garage so that Jasper can get a gym in there.
1: Nice.
0: And then... And then I actually did some work and I actually did a lot of work. Mm. Um, I just bought a laptop, which is for me a bit life changing because it meant that I could sit in the garden.
1: Yeah.
0: And make the most of the weather. We haven't been able to do that. So I think that was one of the things that was so hard over the summer was, you know, we'd had that three weeks of amazing weather, hadn't we? Before the kids broke up. Mm. But my office is at the front of the house, which is east facing so I wasn't getting any sun and I was like well it's fine because I'm gonna have three weeks off soon and it's going to be amazing and then yeah first day of the summer holidays was torrential rain and <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> between grey and torrential rain <laughs> oh god <laughs> so I think that's been really nice to sit in the garden power through some of the things I wanted to do ah. actually got quite a lot done yesterday So, yeah, I'm feeling like I just want to be a bit kind to myself.
1: Yeah, and I think that's in the context of what you have and haven't been able to do in the summer. Like you say, I mean, my summers looked very different this year from previous summers. Yeah. We actually went away. So I did a couple of little camp trips with the kids, which was lovely, and then they were off with Mike on their sort of bigger family holiday. And Ads took me to France. So I went to the Alps for 10 days. and. We just happened to catch that amazing weather. Yeah. And I took myself completely off grid. So, no yeah. phones, no laptops, no work, yeah. nothing. Mm. Hiking in the mountains, yeah. swimming in the lakes, up early, obviously drinking a little bit too much rosé, yeah. but that was fine. We made up for it in the walks and the swims. So, that did give me that reset piece that I know you often get from being in the garden all summer or, or just right. getting away. You always get it. Okay. Yeah. And the digital detox in particular, you know, we both got back having not watched the news, not checked in mm. on any media. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, it does. And also, you know, coming back to an inbox full of clients popping in going, when are we, when mm. are we getting together? And we, which was lovely, because people are keen to get cracking. Mm. And people are struggling as well with the transition. Um, yes. and so it's been really nice to be able to this year have kicked into that mode in advance of kicking my clients into it. It yeah. for me yeah. it feels really positive, and yeah. I do put that down to just having a complete detox, a complete break, and I found this new amazing hobby uh, of Zen tangling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you're thinking it's totally daft. Another time, yeah, we'll talk about another time. But so that's that's kind of just inspired me. You can yeah. look at my Instagram feed for the yeah. hideousness that manifests. As well as that. So yeah, but transitions are difficult, and if you feel like you've just been going through the same old motions and you haven't had either a headspace break or a physical break or nothing shifted in your environment, then then ramping up to
0: find that energy for a new start can be really difficult. I think. Mm, I think so. I think it for me it's that that sense of deep rest. I mean, yeah. midway, sort of a month into the holidays, I just felt so tired. He mm. said. But I'm not surprised because you've hosted people for eight days. Yeah. Yeah. And you threw me a lovely birthday lunch as well. Thank oh, you so much. Pleasure. I mean, that's the thing. I love doing it. And in in unmoaning about the weather, we've had some really lovely, you know, we've mm-hmm. done some really lovely things. And we did get away to Dorset. And every week, I think every week we got to the beach. Oh,
1: lovely. Yeah.
0: So there's been lots of lovely things, but I don't think. And this sounds really spoiled, but I don't think anything quite beats going away and getting that deep sense of rest that you yeah. get when it's too hot to do anything but lie on a sun lounger and read all day. Like, there, there's no way. I I kept trying to force myself to do that at home because I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I don't need to be in Mallorca to sit in the no, garden.
1: No, but also I think when you're at home, I mean, it doesn't even have to be Mallorca or somewhere abroad or even the beach. It can just be out out of your normal environment because mm. you're still, you've still got all the visual cues of all the stuff that's not done. Yeah. You've I still know. got all the reminders of all the things that you're coming back to. Just yeah. shifting the environment makes a massive difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that energy will kick in. So I certainly don't feel knackered I just don't have that big surge of mm. whoosh that you you're obviously feeling so so that's where we're both at and I think both of those things are absolutely okay mm. you know, that that's just where we're at what are you looking forward to doing this term what's your focus for your work going to be
1: for the work mm. um it's interesting because the kids stuff is so big in my head at the yeah moment. well let's
0: talk about that then so what's going on with that well, CJ started big school this morning.
1: Yeah, so she's there in her. huge in her blazer and her tie and her new uniform and her new kit yeah. bag and her new rugby kit and her new. God knows how much. I mean, we've been budgeting for it all year because <laughs> we knew it was going to be a big, hefty, <laughs> hefty hit. Yeah. Um, and and it was great. You know, I was walking her up the hill. She she struggles with anxiety, mm. with social anxiety. She's one of these young people who really wants to do well and not you know really wants to be a good girl really wants to perform doesn't want to get anything wrong Mm. so all of the new rules and regulations and all of that kind of stuff is really weighing on her mind Mm. and what I was quite pleased with in myself was because I am not feeling anxious about it for her and Mm -hmm. feeling in quite a good space. I was just able to hold that energy Mm. and just go, you know what, just treat it like a day with your mates in a new environment. You're going to make some new friends. You're going to just suss it out. You're going to figure out that the toilets are gross. You know, you're going to work out where you go for your lunch, whatever that is. And I think there's a lot to be said for, realizing how much your own energy impacts directly who's around you so if, so if i'm anxious for her it's going to make her anxiety worse but she went skipping off we saw a couple of her mates walking up the hill and she went skipping off couldn't wait to get rid of me Aww. so so that is brilliant and then her dad's picking her up tonight so i'll get yeah. the low down from him and ellie's in year four now and he was made hall monitor yesterday. So he's That's very uh, pleased with his new really? role of power. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that, you know, he's, I'm the tallest in the year, mummy. And he gets to boss around the year threes. Yeah. And I did remind him of what it was like when he was in year three and he needed a bit of looking after. So he said, oh, no, I'll be really kind, hall monitor, mummy. Oh, <laughs> <you will. laughs> so, yeah, so there's a lot of that. So my focus is going to be very much on just creating a really stable really low pressure, really counter environment to that school pressure environment for the kids so that they've got a safe space, they've got a creative space, they've got, so that's very much sort of in my, in my head. Mm. And just, I know it sounds daft, but coming back to the basics of making sure they're eating really well. Yeah. You know, things went to pot over the summer. They had loads of, you know, they went off for lovely holidays with granny and grandpa, no doubt ate their own body weight and cake every day and which is all wonderful lovely things but they need good nutrition they need good food I'm really enjoying cooking again so yeah just a lot of that really in that sort of focus so work-wise you're kind of yeah well work-wise it's interesting because that stuff is so important to me it could very easily take up a lot of bandwidth, but actually I've got so much enthusiasm for this term and yeah. work, which is great. Yeah. Really looking forward to purpose and possibilities at the end of the month.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: really looking forward to getting out there with my network a lot more. So I'm deliberately going out to more events, deliberately mm. seeing, you know, how I can get in the room and be connected, looking forward to some good collaborations, mm. really want to do more work with groups in the room because I do miss, you know, COVID, there's a bit of hangover still from COVID Mm -hmm. and it's very easy to default to zoom. And although that's really convenient and having sort of global customer base does make a lot of that much more accessible Yeah, that you can't be getting in the room. And I've had before the summer break, I've had some really juicy sessions with some great clients who are really up for some of the somatic work that I do alongside the coaching and mentoring so I can definitely see a shift that people are up for working a lot more holistically bringing a lot more of the the sort of embodied body work in a lot of the NLP stuff and actually being in person and getting people into really lovely environments you know natural environments yeah. to do that stuff I'm really yeah, excited yeah. about um, and got some great got few um book projects on the go coaching some amazing writers so that's yeah. really exciting um, I think I've got four or five clients in the midst of writing wow. books at the moment, which yes. is just and, and really. such a range. Everything from sort of books on leadership through to memoirs about time in nature. I mean, it's it's a oh, really dive, Yeah, it's really right. lovely. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of that, and I am kind of I am looking for another juicy project to get stuck into that isn't necessarily. Work or paid wide but I do feel still a bit of a hole from the Dragonfly project. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm exploring sort of how I can support a few people in my network with some good, interesting stuff they've got going on. I'm exploring some stuff with a couple of colleagues around neurodivergence in the workplace and whether there's something mm-hmm. we can build around that. So I'm just sort of open. I'm really open to possibilities at the moment and just Nothing. trusting that stuff's gonna gonna pop in and we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? You've got loads coming up.
0: Yeah, and what was really lovely was my inbox was like you full of lots of people wanting to do lots of exciting things, which Great. is really lovely. So my focus is I well, yeah, my focus is shifting a little in that I want to do more bigger consultancy projects now. Mm. Cecilina and I did this amazing project over the summer, where we kind of—I mean, it's a skincare client in Australia, mm-hmm. so it was lovely because she wasn't at. Uh, I was going to say it was lovely because she wasn't at the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I know the spirit in which that's intended. <laughs> what was lovely was, I think, because it was something that I was doing in a time when I'm normally off. Hmm. it kind of felt like the normal rules didn't apply yeah so instead of going well this is going to be the shoot day and this is the location and we're going to get everything in that and how can we make sure we were actually like right what do we want to do how can we just blow her away create our best work nice what locations does that look like so we actually ended up doing three separate shoots Oh, wow. Um, One at the beach, one at my house and in a meadow nearby, and then another one Monday morning at my house again. But that was more like a studio-ish type of shot. And we've Mm. got video, and we've got video for socials, we've got video for the website, big banner type video. Amazing. Product photography and lifestyle imagery. And, you know, there's lots more to get, but we loved this sort of freedom to create. And because the client physically couldn't be there mm. she said you know do I need to approve anything or will you just do a big ta-da and I was like no I know your brand I know what you need and those of you that have done art directing impactful photography it was for Arnia, so we've already worked through the wireframe and you've seen that in the course mm. case study and it was just like this amazing situation where we could go I know what she needs I'm really inspired to do this. We've got all the tools to do this. Let's just go and create. And mm. what Suslina has created has been incredible. Yeah. So I want to do more of that. I want to do more, bit more end to end. It's funny, isn't it? As Poppy's gone from being, you know, me working two hours a day when she's been sleeping and me going, I can't do any more than one project a month and I'll only do this. And it's this boundary. Now she's, she's gone into year six and, Actually, I can do more, and I can mm-hmm. do more of that account management side of things that the bigger clients require as well. Yeah. So I want to find some projects that I can get my teeth stuck into. Yeah, and that that most likely means I don't know whether I'm going to make up a name and be an agency, or whether it's going to be Fiona Humberstone. But there's going to mm-hmm. need to be some kind of brand that is separate to the brand stylist. Yeah. So so there's a lot to work out there, you know, just in terms of charging and do we do retainers and, mm. you know, still what are my boundaries going to be and how can I make sure this is workable and that I'm not expected to drop everything and be in a meeting at, you know, half past four on a Thursday afternoon because that's mm. what, you know. So there's, there's lots to work out. So I'm not going into it headlong, but... Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to thrashing all that stuff out as well. Because you've got so much experience now of what works and what doesn't work. So much clarity around where the edge of your boundaries are. It's really just about framing that in a way that's going to be commercially viable and making sure you're – and you have a really good sense of what clients really need – yeah, and, I, and I think, yeah. you know, we're long enough in the tooth now to be bold enough to go, yeah, no, we don't need to do this piece over here just because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, it's yeah. actually where the value is going to mm-hmm. be added. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's really exciting. Yeah,
0: it's really exciting. And actually on that, I also want to start exploring some interior design. Mm.
1: The
0: big thing with that is I cannot, at the moment, I don't have any visibility Around how I can make that commercially viable, yeah, for me in terms of my boundaries, because I'm not interested in doing like a a two year project and being the one that's ordering the light bulbs. Like, mm. I, I, that's not my space. Yeah. So, I've got. I I think there's a way of sort of doing the creative vision like mm. I did for the branding. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there absolutely but will that's be another thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just a few things to be getting on with. Yeah. And you've done a bit of sort of pre-thinking in terms of starting to ramp yourself up for that. How are you starting to think about getting on track and staying on track?
0: You know, it'd be very easy to just open the laptop, start ploughing through the emails and then getting overwhelmed. Yeah. So the first thing I did, got a new notebook and that, that was just fluke because I finished mine last term oh I love it when Um, that
1: happens though yeah
0: (laughs) perfect timing yeah yeah new notebook and I've got three I made three lists so the first list I made was what are my goals for this half term so things on there like nail down this photography offering so this is going to be something that I do in collab with Cecilina there's a lot of moving parts that we need to thrash out um but yeah I want a pdf a media kit on that by the end of half term yeah location house get that website and pdf sorted um launch my website and then some basic things like solid progress so actually putting two hours aside a week to work on my seo yeah um then i did a list on looking ahead so these aren't specific jobs and i didn't want to kind of waste half a day thinking about the deed or overwhelm myself thinking about the detail of this but Elevate is happening in February, Mm. and if I haven't started promoting it by the end of this half term, I'm going to be on the back foot. Yeah. So start the Elevate promo, you know, am I going to do a Black Friday sale? These are all things that I don't need to think about right now. Mm. They're things on the horizon that I just, I wanted to, to get them written down. So that I didn't lose
1: them. Yeah. And also, we do that quite often, don't we? Particularly with the promotional stuff, because it can be very easy to, if you just have that very immediate now focus and you're just sending out promotional emails or what have you, and you don't have the vision of what's coming up, Mm. it can be really easy to overwhelm your audience and then realize you've exhausted the bandwidth of what you can put out there. So actually having some sort of sense of when stuff's going to hit, even if it's just approximate, you can start to think about that,
0: Mm. you know, more
1: strategically.
0: And I'll probably pick that list back up in a week or two and start breaking it down into what I need to do. And that will then go on. So every week I do a list for what I need to do this week. So that is things like make a promo video for a speaking engagement that I'm doing or write the presentation for that. Send an email across to a client. You know, it's like things that I cannot forget. So for me, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no more tech in my organization than that. I, I like deliberately to keep things simple.
1: Yeah. And what does that do for managing the
0: overwhelm and the motivation for you? well i just love to tick something off <laughs> so that really helps with motivation and and like i say i mean i probably only worked for two or three hours yesterday afternoon but already i've ticked some quite big things off my list which yeah. is pretty good yeah um so that sense of accomplishment i mean this is not earth shattering news but for me really helps and and the overwhelm i i know that if I'm putting stuff on my to-do list that's taking up more than a page, I know I'm not going to get it done. Yeah, yeah. How do you work
1: that? Similar, you know, massive fan of lists. And I think what I've been doing the last few years and something I'm really interested in in watching how my clients respond to it is is this sort of sense of coming from the state that you want to be in first. So even before... I'm doing the productive list writing, list ticking off, I'm thinking, what's the attitude of mind that I want to show up with today, Mm -hmm. this week, this term? How do I get myself into that state first? And that brings up a whole load of, you know, immediate things like I need a coffee or, you know, the the very basic stuff or that I I haven't moved my body today to thinking more deeply around, hang on, where are my energy levels and, and what? What do I need to be able to maintain this consistent amount of drive? So what that, what that's meant for me this year is particularly after quite a hedonistic summer <laughs> and looking ahead to going skiing at Christmas and wanting to be ski fit and, you know, getting that much older and just noticing that I'm prone to more injury when I'm at the gym or all of that kind of stuff is thinking... No, actually, I do actually need to ramp up and take more seriously the vitality regime because I think I've always been very lucky in that I have a baseline of a, a lot of energy anyway. Mm, you do with a, with very little sleep usually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But now, as you said, as I'm getting older. If I if I have a few nights where I get my standard five or six hours sleep, it's impacting my short term memory. It's impacting my ability to be able to write on the cuff for my clients in a session, which is a real, Mm. you know, something I fall back on a lot and I need to have that ability and, you know, wanting to have the energy and the physical capacity to be able to sit for periods of time, Mm. which actually requires you to be quite flexible and quite comfortable without then getting up and feeling stiff. So, so for me, it's meant I'm having to build in and ramping up the vitality regime for myself I'm doing more weights work. I'm doing more cardio. I'm getting out there at the gym with Ads who pushes himself like an absolute nutter. So I've got mm-hmm. I've got something to work towards. And, you know, I'm setting myself, at uh, his suggestion, you know, incremental targets of things that I'm accountable for. So I'm doing a 10K, you know, later on in the year. I'm going to do, hopefully, a half marathon next year. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of slopes I want to be able to, runs I want to be able to do when we go yeah. out skiing that I know I have to be fitter for. Okay. So... So that's been very motivating because to achieve everything I want to achieve and to be able to show up for the kids, not not flump after a day at work and still have energy for them, yeah. I've got to step it up. You know, I haven't got the body of my 30-year-old self anymore. Yeah, more the pity. And, and I'm quite excited about that because I, I do want, you know, I'm 45 now. I want to be able to get to 50 knowing I'm the fittest, the healthiest, the most vital that I've ever been yeah Um, and that it requires a bit of maintenance without the pressure because what I've worked out over the years is finding and I think this is true of anything any way any way of working any approach it's finding what I enjoy doing rather than what I'm supposed to be doing according to the fitness experts or yeah I bloody hate Pilates I don't care how good it is for me (laughs) I'm never going to go to a Pilates class a bar I can cope with but it's not my bag yeah so I'm not going to give myself the pressure of doing that because that's what you should do when you're 45. Everyone goes off to a Pilates class and you have this wonderful Pilates body. Yes, I'd love a Pilates body, but I don't do Pilates, you know, and I will occasionally put myself through a tortuous spin class with ads because it's good fun, but I'm not going to do that every day. And I think finding the stuff that you really love to do means that it's not a chore, it's not a to-do list and it just adds to that overall ability to get into the state of mind that you want and i think any step whether it's taking your work in hand and giving giving yourself the opportunity to plan to think ahead to set goals a lot of people just stop doing that yeah you know, they just stop doing it and they get into business as usual and going through the motions and there's something incredibly motivating about doing that yeah and also knowing that you're taking action empowering yourself to take action in the direction of making a positive change makes a massive difference Mm. but I think yeah I think the biggest shift in that is really focusing in on as I said this quality of heart and mind like what what presence do I want to show up with yeah um and for me it's particularly because I'm focusing a lot on how can I add value to my network as well I want to be showing up with more curiosity Mm. you know I want to be showing up with more enthusiasm with more Just this sense of expanding my learning, my knowledge, my awareness. I love it when I come across people who are really passionate about what they do. And I want to share in that passion and that excitement.
0: Mm. And
1: so curiosity, enthusiasm and vitality have to be at the forefront of that. Yeah. Amazing. Mm.
0: Amazing.
1: So if there was a kind of if there was a head state or or a sort of embodied state that, you could just slip into for this half term. What, what is it you need to achieve what it is you want to achieve?
0: Well, ease keeps coming to mind Mm. for me. Like I'm listening to you saying about the weights, but the truth is, you know, I eat really well, but at the moment, but at the moment, I just, I don't have the energy actually, to mm. do the weights. I just, you know, I know they're good for me. I know I should be doing them. Actually, I'm just walking and doing yoga. Lots and lots and lots of yoga. I'll start Pilates again. I do like Pilates a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm kind of trusting that as my energy kicks back up, the way, you know, in my head, mm-hmm. I want to do weights three times a week. Right, But the truth is, actually, I, I also don't want to force myself to do something that I want to do so absolutely coming back to ease you know it's surprising how much I got done on my laptop in the garden just by easing myself in
1: yeah nice um, nice so it, and I think that's compassionate to start yeah. where you're at you know if I wasn't feeling rested and gung-ho there's yeah. n- there wouldn't have the energy for this and I yeah. and I think that's I think there's a really Key balance, isn't there, between compassion for ourselves and honoring what our body actually needs mm. and setting a sort of aspirational, you know, recognizing what we're capable of. Mm. And sometimes I think our levels, certainly not in your case, but I notice that people's confidence over time can slip. And sometimes we forget how amazing and how resilient we can be how quickly we can change mindset how plastic the brain is yes. how responsive the body is you know we are incredible as human beings really yeah and i think i i really want to you know help myself my kids my clients as much as i can tap into that sense of sense of awesome yeah. yeah 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 and, and part of that is meeting yourself where you're at, like you say, yes. and if ease is what you need, then, then that's amazing because, you know, I'm always banging on about working hard shouldn't feel like hard work, so if you can do it in the garden, then why not?
0: Exactly. I think ease and kindness is the watchword right now. And then. Lovely. We'll see where we get to from there, and and hopefully you'll speak to me in a couple of weeks, and I'll be like, "I'm so on fire," and I'm leaving me in the dust, and I'll be knackered by then. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it's really important. I have so many conversations with people saying, you know, I'm just not feeling motivated or energised at the start of the year or the term, and I think you can't force this stuff. It will come, and it's also not that I'm not feeling motivated or energized it's not that I'm not going to bring my a-game to any mm. of the work I'm doing it's just that I think that's going to take a lot of energy and space so it's sort of not overloading myself is the thing and I, yeah. I'm also mindful that the more energy I have the more I'll get you know the, yeah. I know that once I start lifting weights I will feel strong again yeah and that will give me more energy but it's it's getting yourself to that point where you're ready to start, isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Without the pressure.
0: Yes. So, but that leads me on to habits that Mm. you might implement this year. So are there any that you will, I mean, you've talked, I guess, quite a bit actually already, haven't you, about the vitality changes you're going to make and and the food. Is there anything else work-wise that you'll implement?
1: I intend to be more diligent with my writing because I love to write mm. um and for my you know just for myself whether it goes out there or not yeah and so a pra- a more consistent practice around that similar to what I had when I was writing the book is something yeah. I, I do want to do more of
0: yeah
1: and you know working with a lot of writers and coaching them into that space it feels like a natural a natural yeah. fit that will be it and, and yeah the other stuff is just sort of habits i continuing more of the same really. I've shifted mm-hmm. my my morning pages writing to morning doodling.
0: <laughs> which That's is zen Why don't you zen tangling? Why don't you just give us a little pracy on what the zen tangling oh, is? Oh no,
1: well, it's I mean it's no big deal and I am I'm not an artist by any stretch of anyone's imagination, which is why I think it's captured my imagination. So a yeah. friend and client of mine I said, "You know, what what were you doing this morning?" She said, "Oh, I've been zen tangling." I was like, "You are so she introduced you can just google it and it'll come up and it's basically a method of of doodling that was created by an artist and her partner or husband who was a a zen meditator I think Uh, and they just created this really beautiful very simple 11 step process if I mean I obviously go off piece and don't follow the 11 step process because I'm a bit of a rebel um, of just just mindful drawing and there's all of these you know, different repetitive shapes that they call tangles that you can learn. What it's done for me as a non-artist and someone who's never really, I own my creativity, but whenever I try and do art or anything mm-hmm. that is supposed to look good, it's always an absolute show. Yeah. Um, and what's been lovely is what it's given me is a vocabulary of doodles that mm-hmm. I'm now putting together. And it's just 20 minutes every morning, before I start, it gets me into flow state in the same way that morning pages would do.
0: Um,
1: It's very mindful. It comes with an act of gratitude and appreciation. doesn't actually matter what the end result looks like, but 20 minutes of flow state. And I'm sort of combining that in the same way that I used to do with morning pages with holding the intention of whatever. Normally I start with doing my writing in the morning. So if I've got client writing to do, I'm doing a lot of um, thought pieces for various clients at the moment. Mm. And I don't always know where to start. And if I try and force that, it becomes a head piece of writing and I need it to come from a flow state. Mm. So all I'm doing is before I'm doing the tangling is holding that piece in mind. Yeah. Um, and then going into flow state, shutting off the prefrontal cortex, getting into that zone. And then what I find is I literally I put the Zen tangle down, I open the laptop and I'm away.
0: Amazing. and it's a
1: really good unblocker and so i'm also using it i've, I've cut myself different sizes of paper because as proper zentangle has a certain dimension obviously pace. i've Amazing. gone off pieced. Yeah. so i've now also created these teeny tiny little pieces of paper in my little zentangle bag yeah. which will take me five or ten minutes to do oh,
0: so yeah. if i get
1: blocked rather yeah. than jumping up and doing you know whatever i might have done before a shake stretch soothe or a yeah. And then go out and put my feet in the soil I've now got another thing in the toolbox that if I want to stay focused but I need to access flow state really quickly I can mm-hmm. just tangle for 10 minutes
0: amazing and it brings it back do, we need to do something on flow um definitely yeah need to do something yeah
1: because flow I mean flow state just it shrinks time it makes everything much more accelerated it's v- like very easeful do
0: you know Funny up I'm wondering is If one of the reasons I'm low on energy right now is because I haven't been in my flow state. Yeah. Yeah, undoubtedly. And the stuff I need to do this week is not really flow state work. Mm. So it's be interesting. Well, that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder if anything can
1: be flow state work, you know?
0: Well, do you, you really think your zero reconciliation for the last six weeks has flowed
1: Well, down? there is something satisfying about <laughs> pressing those green buttons. If you
0: get into a rhythm with it, yeah, no, no, maybe not. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Not for me. Um, so my habits are much more tactical, probably. Mm. Um, I used to be so good at not getting up and checking my emails. Yes. You know, not starting my day with everyone else's priorities. And I found myself every day, even through the holidays, checking my emails. I mean, what oh. an idiot. And partly because, unfortunately, you know, 10 years in now to this email address, my life is tangled up yeah. within that work email address. So it's difficult to just not check it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've this morning and yesterday... I actually did some stuff before I checked my emails and I want to keep that going. Amazing. Um, Ease myself off Instagram even more. Yeah. um, Because I don't think that's good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. So SEO is going to take the place, I think, of
1: Mm. Instagram. Are you going to switch to any other social?
0: Not at the moment. No. No. I think we need to, again, I think we need to do an episode on social media. Yeah. Or, or that kind of thing, but right now, no Substack I've dabbled in. But ultimately, I feel like my blog is my place, yeah. not Substack. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't found anything at the moment that I want to replace it with, and I guess I'm questioning whether I even need to.
1: Mm.
0: You know, whether the newsletter, which I love writing, yeah. is my connection to people, yes. and I get great conversations going on that as
1: well I don't know well and also the brand stylist website is so established now and the blog is so established Mm. and you know even in the early days when we were talking about this with the previous agency you know you've always been an advocate of creating your own list and not relying on someone else's platform to do that and
0: if it works then
1: yeah there's no reason necessarily to to spread yourself any thinner
0: I mean I think for me it's about growing my list and getting more eyes on my website yeah and social media is one way that i have done that in the past Mm. but i think you know pinterest seo they need to be my focus yeah
1: and there are other ways you know my list is growing through the much more in-person networking i'm
0: doing as well which which again comes back full circle so i want to do more public speaking and actually i've got a gig booked in Beginning of next month, and then I've got another that they've booked me for in March, which is quite exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you think back to the old days when we first started, that's all we
0: both did, wasn't it? Yeah, networking, yeah. speaking, and blogging. Yeah, exactly, and newsletters for me. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think, I think that's a big thing as well. So how are you feeling about what's going on in the economy? I mean, do you feel confident do you I mean knowing you you won't really care it will be irrelevant (laughs) (laughs)
1: how do I answer this question diplomatically um I I have sort of two areas of organization in my mind with it I become concerned with it and I focus on it on behalf of my clients because people are coming with very real concerns yeah and I also think that there is a lot to be said for placing your energy where you have your locus of control. Mm-hmm. I cannot control what the Chancellor decides to do. No. I cannot shift the base rate. I cannot, you know, I can choose where to put my money. I mm. can choose how to spend my money. Uh, I can choose what rates to set for my clients. So I am withholding any, settling on any feeling about the bigger picture
0: yeah, um,
1: other than what am I doing in my own world to to maintain my resilience, to keep the flow going and to act as if things are well without doing a ridiculously, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a all love and light bubble over here and I'm sticking my head in the sand, not realistic. yeah. Um, but I do think there's a lot to be said for not getting pulled along with a, a, a group think narrative that is just going to depress you. So I have quite a big, chilled for that for want of a better word Mm. and what it does look like for me is I am keeping a closer eye on the numbers I am keeping a closer eye on my forecasts than I have done previously just just so you know I'm on my own now and I need to Mm. make sure that that all of those numbers stack up and I can pay the rent and and that kind of thing so I am looking a little bit further ahead than I used to but I'm not allowing that to extend into panic because that just takes me out of flow and is completely counterproductive yeah so I am personally feeling optimistic because I have luckily that 25 years behind me of knowing that my earnings are directly related to my energy yeah uh, regard having gone through a couple of recessions before regardless of what's Mm. going on and as long as I can be flexible and resilient and take opportunities and not stick my head in the sand then I know fingers crossed Mm. that there will be a level of okay I think the level of okay will be very different from what it has been previously you Mm -hmm. know we're not all going going to be swanning around with loads of money in the bank regardless Mm -hmm. of you unless you're in that top 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 percent. but yeah that's where I'm at but it is a real concern for a lot of my clients and particularly for a lot of people who've had big transitions I think COVID and the last couple of years has meant big life change circumstances for a lot Mm -hmm. of people yeah. Unfortunately, I think we've talked about it before. There's been a lot of separations. There's been yeah. a lot of people going out independently. There's been a lot of people losing their jobs. Yeah. Uh, so it is a real concern. And and I think it's about just a balance of practicality and optimism, if that's mm. not too naive a
0: position. Yeah. How about yeah. you? Um, I suppose, so I don't feel worried at all, but I feel a big weight of responsibility
1: mm. because...
0: I think we've now adjusted to the food prices. We've adjusted to the electricity prices, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's all coming out. So our baseline of the money we've got is where we're at. And I think I've adjusted to that in my head. But Ellie going off to drama school, there's not not really funding for that. Mm -hmm. So the level of money that the business needs to generate is considerably more than it was a year ago. I
1: feel your pain. So
0: I feel I feel responsibility for sure. I also feel and I think this is where this energy of being kind to myself is really coming from Mm. is me running myself into the ground is not an option. No. It needs to be slow and kind and steady and sustainable. Yeah. So I need to have big bullshit to protect us up for the income boasters because Mm -hmm. they're going to be louder than ever yeah this season I think yeah um so I feel like I think this is a little bit where you know I creatively I want to be working on bigger projects but I also feel like when it comes to the online courses I've got very little control over how many people buy those, mm. my instinct is potentially i'm going to sell less of those over the next six months than I did over the last six months who Who knows
1: mm.
0: I can set up all of my marketing campaigns, I can do my comms as well as I can do it mm. but i've not really got any control over whether people buy, yeah or not, yeah, and so. Rather than using that as something to panic and be fearful of, I'm using it to think, well, you know, let's make sure that my all the different ways that I earn money are in place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm. Fee- I feel a bit like I better buckle up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what the industry is going to throw at me. I mean, we had a couple of shoots cancelled before the end of term, not nothing to do with us, just yeah. people running out of money Yeah. or, you know, for completely, you know, one was a build overspend that the the premises that they wanted to shoot, they just couldn't, they couldn't invest. Right. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going to go on with that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but what I also know from the past is that if I keep showing up and I keep inspired and I keep doing amazing work people don't retract for long yeah my sense is in the next couple of weeks I mean already I've got an inbox full of people wanting to work on their branding Brilliant. my sense is that's going to increase as people get back into work because mm. if you to get through a recession you have to grow you have to I know you don't like that narrative, but you have to innovate. You have to move Mm. forward. You need to hone and polish, and you need to work on your brand. Ultimately, yeah. So I'm not worried, um, but I'm not going into this with the kind of blind laissez-faire, yeah, that I would have had five years ago. Yeah, and I think
1: that's wise. I think that's wise. I think we do all need to step up. I'm really interested in how people can step right into their full potential. So there's there's this aspect of doing all of the housekeeping stuff and making sure that your boxes are ticked, your foundations are in place, your money's invested wisely, or you're you're at least doing what you can to make sure your house is running in order. Mm. And then I think it's a time that where there's a huge potential for innovation, where there's a huge potential for people to get creative and to really dig deep and go, what is it I can offer?
0: What yeah, is it I can bring to the
1: world? What is yeah. it that that is needed now? And particularly as people are struggling, you know, I'm seeing wonderful innovations in different sectors of people starting to see the social needs that are arising. Mm. Um, you know, a friend of mine in my network just announced the other day on LinkedIn that he's just formed a CIC supporting the area of mental health in the workplace. Yeah, I think what the troubles and the challenges are helping people. Identify is people who are falling through the gaps, the needs in our society that aren't being looked after by the government, and there's a lot of great entrepreneurial spirit that is stepping up to meet those needs. Yeah, and the same in in creative spaces, you know, the amazing arts happening, amazing poetry installations, creative ways of solving problems like bio design is going nuts. There's there's loads of really exciting, innovative things. And and I suppose it's that spirit that I really want to wake up and nurture in us and in other people. Yeah. It's like, what's possible in adversity? What is it we can do?
0: And this, this, this is what I think is really exciting, is that everything you put in place to get you through the next six months, nine months, mm. will have a positive, long-lasting effect <gasps> on your business. It's Definitely. a bit like... All that stuff we did in COVID, you know, me saying I will never, I will never do webinars, I will never, you know, there were so many things that I would I would never run a day with the brand stylist online. I mean, I don't, but I do run three hour sessions. It's yeah. all those things that you do because you have to innovate and you mm. have to you have to drop the things that aren't working. It makes your business stronger. And I think yeah. that's what's really that's what's exciting. And yeah. it's actually given me a bit more energy than I started. On yes. Own. Thank you very much. Oh, no, it's a joy. It's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope this has been helpful, this sort of meander through where our thinking's at. I hope that there's some, some things that we've said that maybe people can relate to or take inspiration from or comfort from or, or just some, you know, the odd bit of practical insight here um it will be back to business as usual from next week onwards won't it with- yes
1: and and on that send your question in what do you want us to tackle this season and next yeah you, i'm going to do a shameless plug because it feels relevant if you haven't booked your place for purpose and Possibilities. Do come and join us yeah, because I, mean, I know that by that stage, Fee will be absolutely fired up, running away with herself and leaving us all in the dust. But um, but we want to create some of that shared energy. We really, really want people in the room who want to step up and do their thing this yeah. year and and really go out in the last quarter, if it is the last quarter for you financially, knowing that you've, you've showed up. So come, come and yeah. show up
0: with us. We want to have you in the room. 21st of September, isn't it? I think, I think so. Uh, it's a Thursday. I think it's Ealing. So it's sort of fairly easy to get to West London. It's going to be amazing. If you get to the third week in September and you're still feeling a bit flat, it is going to absolutely fire you up. Mm. And if you get to the third week in September and you're feeling like Elizabeth is now, it is going to catapult you forwards. Yeah. So, you know, it's a win win situation we've got some lovely people books in already oh, we
1: have yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be great
0: it's just gonna be an amazing amazing morning fabulous thank you so much lovely good to catch up thank you see you soon see you soon bye-bye Thank you so much for tuning in to Style and Substance. We really hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find more information on everything we've talked about by heading to the show notes or by visiting our websites at thebrand-stylist.com or elizabethcairns.com. If you like what you've
1: heard, we'd love a review. We're a brand new show and your support makes all the difference. You can like and subscribe as well as giving us what we hope is a well-deserved five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear what you think of the show too, so please do leave your comments, questions or suggestions for future episodes on our blogs. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.